The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. So I take my bra off and I'm on the table and she's straightening out the sheet that's on top of me. And she was like, you still have your underwear on? And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and she was like, no, no, this has to come off. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Extra Regular Podcast. I am Justice Brooks. I'm Kyla, and we're back for another episode of the Extra Regular Podcast, where we discuss all things life, introduce you into our conversations as best friends, and discuss some of life's learned and not-so-learned lessons, guys. And you can find us on all social media at The Extra Regular. That is at T-H-E-E-X-T-R-A-R-E-G-U-L-A-R. That is on the Twitter and on the Instagram. You can also send us emails to extraregularpodcast at gmail.com. Go ahead and send those. We haven't had any in a while. So um, let us know you love us and ask us questions. Um, you can also find us at thebreaksmedianetwork.com. That is at thebreaksmedianetwork.com where we are there with other great ass black ass podcasts. And that's it. We will be back in a moment. The following is a Breaks Media podcast. Okay. All right, and we are back. Welcome, welcome back. I know it's been a while since you've heard an episode from us. We both have been a little busy. Life is happening. And, you know, we love y'all, but we love ourselves too. So we got to make things happen and make things shake. So, you know life but here we are and we're gonna roll right into the show like we always do and head to the what's up section so kyla so kyla (laughs) i mean i you know life i don't have any well i i do want to know what do men carry in their backpacks um i was just thinking and observing and a lot of men carry backpacks and I really really want to know what's in your backpack so if y'all could like just you know tweet us email us dm us let just let me know what's in your backpack I mean because a wallet fits in a pocket yes your chapstick do phone like what is in the backpack I think this all started so y'all I went to the beat or the Millennium Tour and Jay Book had a backpack and it was heavy and I was like, what is in this backpack? Guns. But I mean, who he trying to clap at? I mean, somebody might be trying to clap at him. He got security, the, but at the party? I, I don't know. I don't know. But that started in CDs. Just, He's selling CDs. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> then I just started looking like men really be out here with these backpacks. And I just, I just want to know. Books. Did he write a book? Is he hustling books at the at Maybe the party? he was writing music in a composition notebook. And maybe he was like planning to take pictures and had like a disposable camera. <laughs> and laptop and a hard drive with music on it. 
I can't think. Or maybe he had an elf. But why would you have it? Maybe it's his whole An elf it could have been. No, man. He could have. He could have. A jacket in case you get cold? Like, what's in there? <laughs> I don't know. Deodorant, cologne. Huh. Um, uh, a charger. You know, he probably had a charger, but that backpack was stuffed. <laughs> like, what is in here? I just want to know. But that's that. Oh, and I went to a millennium concert, guys. And it was amazing. If you didn't go, you should go. You still got time. Everybody did amazing. Um, Everybody in the club getting tipsy. It was just a Was Chingy time. at the one you went to? Absolutely. Mm. He was right there. <laughs> and I got my life, Nina popping. Yes. Um, er, yeah, er, I mean, honestly, I went, I left during Bobby Valentino's performance. I like Bobby Valentino. I needed a refill, so that was a perfect opportunity to go <laughs> get another chick. But yeah, and then I got to go to their after party and take pictures with them and talk with them and help them pick things up. It was a great time, guys. <laughs> Very intimate. So I, I wish I would have went to one of the bigger cities because they had special guests. But I ended up going to Nashville, and I don't think I would have had the the up close and personal mm. experience I did if I would have went to a bigger city. So I'll never go to Nashville again, but it was a great time while I was there. Nashville. I think I've been to the airport, maybe. Girl, that's it. I also wasn't there long enough to... Mm. I don't know. Was it on a Friday or a Saturday? The concert was on a Saturday. Okay. We got there Friday night and then we left Sunday, so it was really a turnaround trip. So we were going at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Y'all. I'm going to try to go. I think I'm going to try to go to the Chicago show. It's not that It's not that far from here. Um, so we'll see if that happens. But I, I really do, really do want to go. I wish I could have went to the Atlanta show because Bow Wow was there. And that would have just made me so happy. But. It is what it is. Girl, he going on tour, too. He said it. Well, he said it, so. I don't want to see him by himself. <laughs> I would, honestly, he, he's very irritating, but I would go. <laughs> I like to see him with, like, B2K. I'm sure he'll take Marianne. He going to take a Marianne. Oh, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going. Um, but, yeah, so Kyla, while Kyla was getting her life, meeting B2K in the Nashville. I was in Thailand, so I had a wonderful, wonderful experience there. The people there are so, so kind. Um, it was very, very hot, which was very different from how we left Kansas City in New York. It was cold. Um, we got to Thailand. We landed in Bangkok, and it was 98 degrees, but it felt like 108. So there was that. Uh, we visited a lot of temples. I got to bathe some elephants in a river and feed some baby tigers. And I got a Thai massage. Um, so let me tell you about my experience getting this Thai massage. So we went to this, uh, Lexi found this real nice place that just gave you the whole spa experience. So before you go in, they sit you down, they wash your feet before you even walk into the establishment. 
Cool, cool, cool. So we got like the big package because the dollar, the American dollar is worth more over in Thailand. So we were like, let's Ball turn out. up. You know what I'm saying? Let's make it rain on these Thailand people. Their businesses, not them. <laughs> make that clear. Um, so we get this really uh, expensive package or whatever. And it was eight of us in the group, but they only had seven rooms. So me and Lexi ended up being in the same room together, which was fine. Like I've been knowing her for like almost the same amount of time I've known Kyla and maybe a little bit less. And I was like, okay, we've seen each other kind of halfway naked before or whatever. So we get in there, we take our clothes off. And for some reason, like, you know, when you get a massage here, you like take your bra off, but you leave like your underwear on. Mm-hmm. But I forgot to take my bra off, and the lady was like, "Oh no, you have to take your bra off." And I was like, "Duh, okay." So I take my bra off, and I'm on the table, and she's straightening out the sheet that's on top of me, and she was like, "You still have your underwear on?" And I was like, mm-hmm. "Yeah." <laughs> And she was like, no, no, this has to come off. And I was like, what? And then in my mind, I was like, oh, shit. They finna try to take us. Like, this is it. This is, I came to Thailand for them to take me. Like, that's, that's what was going through my head. And while, while I'm thinking this, this five foot, 109 pound Thai lady just swiftly pulls my panties off. Like... <laughs> No, ma'am. Like, I didn't even have time to think about it. I didn't know if I felt violated. Like, it was just a quick, quick, just a quick, I said, Lexi, I've only had my panties taken off of me like that one time in my life. And it was not by a lady. (laughs) Like, it was so, it was so awkward. But we signed up for a body scrub. I didn't think they was going to scrub your whole body. But you needed to be naked, naked for that, apparently. And, you know, there was that. But the massage was great. (laughs) She did a great job. I felt great afterward. Um, It was one of those massages where you see on TV where uh, you land on a big table and then the lady, like, climbs on top of you and she has, like, her whole whole body would have been bruised. I was like, at one point, I said, is, did she just mount me? Like, <laughs> her knees was in my back and her elbows were, like, on my shoulders. And then she started twisting me in all kind of positions. And I was like, hmm, she's stronger than she looks. <laughs> so, uh, my message to you is don't mess with a tall woman because she could beat your ass. Um... But other than that, uh, I had a really good time. I traveled with a travel group called Melanin Globe and met a lot of wonderful ladies. And the um, creator of Melanin Globe was our sister crush Saturday, that Saturday that we were there. And yeah, that was that was my trip. I had a lot of fun and I don't want to see a plane for a while because it was a long plane ride. But that was my trip. And that's why y'all didn't get no episode. <laughs> Because <laughs> Kyla was in Nashville. Nashville and I was in Thailand. So that's what's been going on with us. Enough about that. We are going to move into our next section right after this. Music. Okay, we is back. 
or yeah. something. <laughs> and this week, um, in light of it being spring, uh, we're talking about spring cleaning. But first, I wanted to remind you all to check in with yourself. I think this was my Wellness Wednesday last Wednesday, um, just to remind you that the first quarter was over at the end of March. So go back and check on those commitments and those promises that you made for yourself that you said at the beginning of your year um, to see where you are. Do you need to reassess some things? Are there some things that you need to cross off? Are there some things that you need to celebrate because you got them accomplished? So go ahead and take a look at those and see where you are. And let's go into the second quarter with a new energy, with a renewed mind, and a sense of getting things done. Cool? Cool. So this week we are talking about spring cleaning, uh, not just the physical aspects of cleaning your space and the space around you, but um, the mental spring cleaning. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, mental spring cleaning. So I'm just going to go through really, really quickly about the physical space. So we all know that when our physical space feels cluttered to us, that, you know, it has some sort of effect on our, our mental space. So we want to make sure that the things around us are organized in such a way where we can operate in a healthy manner. So my first tip would be to take it one area at a time. So don't try to like clean your bathroom, clean the living room, fold clothes, uh, motor grass all at the same time. Everything she just said, I need to do. I mean, and, so do I. And she looked around the house first, first and then she said it. That's I'm, all. I'm not throwing shade. Shade tree. I'm not throwing shade. Okay, girl. I can't do nothing right. <laughs> I can't do nothing right. <laughs> I know I need to fold my clothes. I know I need to clean my clothes. I need to fold mine too. But we're not at my house. We're just... Okay, shade tree. Anyway. Stop. <laughs> anyway. Um, so take it one area at a time. Start in the bathroom. Start in the living room. And finish that before you move on to something else. Um, and don't get like me... Um, I think, was it you that sent me a picture of, like, when I start cleaning out stuff and I get sidetracked and I just... If I didn't, I should have. <laughs> Let me tell you, because I don't know what the process looks like, but I know when she's cleaning because I will get a picture of, I don't know, a choir program from 2006 or a goddamn shirt from senior year state. 2008 or a <gasps> rap a great year or a letter that we passed in class or <laughs> the list goes on it does it does or i'll be walking or around some outfit yep. that, <laughs> like man why do you still have that choir robe and patent leather i took that choir robe back to the school <sighs> <laughs> and they still use them so oh lord <laughs> Yeah, we needed that. Why don't <laughs> So, don't get sidetracked like me. <laughs> I mean, it can be fun going down memory lane, but also be intentional about 
about cleaning. So um, take your clothes out. I know most of us switch over our winter and our spring clothes. So um, when you're putting your your winter clothes up, which if you're in Kansas City, don't do that yet because apparently it's supposed to be cold this week. And it might snow, Ouch. even though it's going to be 80 in the beginning of the week. But I digress. Um, <laughs> so when you're going through your clothes, like if you didn't wear it this winter, then you're probably not going to wear it. So put it in a pile where you're going to you're going to get rid of it. You're going to get it out of out of your space. Um, and what did I say? Oh, the winter and the summer clothes. Also, go through your old technologies. Like, I have a laptop and a tablet that I'm never going to use again. But I need to talk to best friend Ophie so he can clean them off so I can get rid of them. Um, But they've just, like, been sitting in my closet for a while. And it's just taking up space. So go through your clothes, switch over those winter things. Um, uh, Papers, like Kyla said, I have... (laughs) useless papers from high school that you know i was just like okay i'm for what why do i need to keep these because because what so i can sing i love pictures (laughs) like i don't need sheet music from light a candle (laughs) curl it a bell like (laughs) i don't need that but so in, in saying all that once you you clear your space um, that doesn't mean just because now you have more space that you put more things in it. So don't go out and buy new things because you have the space. Let your space be open and stay clear. Like take that time to realize what you need and look at the access that you have and take yourself to Goodwill if it's in good shape. There are some people that can use it. And, or shelters. Most shelters will take gently used and new things. Um, and lastly, organize it in a way that is fit to you. We all organize in different ways. So what looks messy to to she about to be shady. Me. She was gonna say my name, and then she said, "Well, I don't want to be shady, so I'm gonna think of someone else's name." Go ahead, SC. You done. I am at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> so what might be messy to Kyla <laughs> may not be messy to me or what's clean to me may not be clean to Kyla. So it's your space or you and your spouse's space or you and your mate's space, you and your kid's space, whoever. Um, take the time to organize it in a way that is manageable and is efficient and effective for y'all. And that's all I got. That's all? That's it. You got You covered everything? I told you I didn't have much. Okay. And then we should have added some more stuff. Okay, girl. But no. Well. Wow. So you got about 35 minutes. 35 minutes to feel. All right. Well, welcome, Top ladies slow. and gentlemen. My name is <laughs> Kyle. Okay. So, um, what's your name? Just discovered <laughs> the physical, and I just wanted to touch bases on the emotional parts of spring cleaning. Um, and that consists of like different stressors, stressors, <laughs> and like more stressors. So just being mindful of those things that you carry around in your inside brain. 
So with that, um, there are some things, some tips that I have to kind of help cleanse and and refresh and restart your your psyche. So the first one is finding quiet time or um, time for you to do something that you enjoy, such as praying, meditating, yoga. Mm. What was that last one? Yoga. Okay. Just doing something (laughs) that will give you the time to reflect and also give you the time to really not focus on anything. So I said finding things you like to do, but finding something that will allow you to to be in the moment and process um, and reflect. So make sure you find that time. Set that time aside and don't. Don't allow anything else to take over that time because it's set, it's on your schedule, and it's going to stay there because it's required, just like mandatory overtime. Okay? (laughs) All right. My next one (laughs) is to jot things in a journal or a post-it note or an index card or the back of your work forms because that's what I do. (laughs) And with that... Um, A lot of times I think we carry emotions and thoughts and feelings over from season to season, Mm -hmm. to season, to year, decades. So we we carry it with us. And that is, I don't know, you can think of it like a coat. Like, okay, so back in 2002, you might have had a baby fat coat and you thought it was dope, right? (laughs) With the fur? Yes. And the cat on the back? Yeah, with like glitter gold or mm-hmm. something. So, you know, it was a, a nice scrunchy arm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it stopped right above your waist. Yep. Yep. And that the, was scrunchy too. Yep. Mm-hmm. To make sure it's fitted. Mm-hmm. So, think of your, your emotions as a baby fat coat. And as the seasons <laughs> pass. That's going to be the name of this episode. <laughs> as the season and the years pass, it's like, mmm. That baby fat coat ain't quite it anymore. So we carry these emotions, these thoughts, and these feelings from situations, relationships, um, predicaments that we were in a long time ago that don't fit our life anymore. So the baby fat coat don't fit no more. Those feelings don't fit anymore. So find a a way to release those. And you can jot those in your journal. You can write a letter to your 2002 baby fat coat <laughs> about, about your thoughts and then tear it up, throw it away. But writing it down or even talking to someone about it and just getting the words out can yeah. kind of help you release it and you leave it. Leave it there. Go. That was one of my um, commitments to myself was to not take any energy like any negative energy past that moment Mm -hmm. Um, and to start addressing things in real time because I think we both are processors. You're, you're, you're better at, um, okay. That was a fail. (laughs) You're better at expressing things than I am. Um, and being more, uh, and confronting things better than myself. So, um, Yeah. Can you hear that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's springtime, and with springtime comes allergies, guys. Okay. So my next one was give up a grudge or... Um, Come on, somebody. Give up a grudge. I am <laughs> that somebody. So, <laughs> again, we carry these saucy feelings, and then they affect us. I don't think we realize it until we, we give it up or... Mm-hmm. 
we actually, like you said, confront it. And sometimes it's confronting things with ourselves. So just taking that time to be real with yourself and be like, girl, what what is you tripping for? Mm-hmm. What? He's been gone for a long time. Yes. Don't be mad. Don't hold a grudge. <laughs> <laughs> but um, just thinking about some of those things and releasing those so that you're able to make room for important shit that you need to to carry with you and remember mm-hmm. and also freeing yourself because a lot of times we be mad at people like i can be mad at somebody from i don't know 2008 about to piss me your off. baby fat coat like yeah like spill some milk on my baby fat coat in the lunchroom because and i milk my don't coat. come out <laughs> but you be mad at somebody and the whole time you are taking that energy to be mad at them, mm-hmm. they don't even know you mad, first right. of all. If they did, nine times out of ten, they wouldn't care. They probably don't even remember you or the situation. So why are you doing yourself like that? Mm-hmm. So just release it, and that can come in a form of, I mean, if you can reach out to them and you feel like it's necessary for you to close that chapter, do what you got to well, do mm-hmm. that. As long as it's safe. Safe, right. (laughs) (laughs) Do what you have to do to release that. Um, Again, writing in your journal because Mm -hmm. your journal keeps all of your shit. Talking to a friend. um, So that's one thing I'll piggyback off that that I learned in Thailand. Mm -hmm. So, like, they are so peaceful. They have a saying, can't remember what it is. You're supposed to write it in your journal. <laughs> but it's basically like, um, you know, like how we say, no problem or no worries. It's fine. And I can tell you so, Thailand has the worst traffic that I've ever been in in my entire life. Like, in the way that they drive, it's like I could literally re- roll the window down, reach out, and hold the hand Touch of the person in, the in this passenger seat next to me. And we were never in an accident. We've never seen any accidents. That's just how they drive. But there were no, like, I did not hear, I was there for seven days. I did not hear a single horn blown in that city in seven days. Our bus almost hit the fucking police. And the police was just like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> so if it's something that we could take from them, it's like Kyla said, start, start letting that, that little stuff go. Um, and I'll give my grandma like, as an example. She was on her deathbed still mad at people. And I just don't, I want to, I won't do that. Like, that's a, like I said, that's a lot of negative energy that you're holding. Yes. And that can start affecting you like physically. Health. And uh, the person ain't worth it. Like, you know, worth this headache that you're giving me, mm-hmm. you know, worth this stomach ache. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let that shit go. Let it go, dog. L I G. Yes, L I G. Um, the next one is kind of what we just talked about as far as grudges, but um, it's it's more on and where you were in the wrong. So mm. sometimes, you know, we be fucking up. We do. So you have to own up to your fuck ups and. Do what you need to do to make them right. Mm -hmm. So if you need to apologize to somebody, call them and apologize, even if they don't care, because it's going to make you feel better. Mm -hmm. You did the right thing. Um, If you feel like you could have handled a situation differently or um, a friendship or a relationship 
of any kind was tarnished due to your behavior, reach out and just, you know, be like, I'm sorry. Make this world a better place. What she just said. So being mindful of the things that you do that are not conducive to your own peace or someone else's and being the bigger person and apologizing and sometimes that's hard to do verbally so if you want to write a letter write a letter if you want to a four page yeah Um, yeah just write a letter i was gonna say text somebody like no No, i think it's more personable to call them or if you can meet up with them and own up to your your faults Mm mm-hmm and keep it moving, son. <laughs> because you'll feel a sense of relief. Um, like, literally, you just took the baby fat coat off. Yeah. Because yeah. it was too tight. Yeah. And now you feel tight. you're able to move around better. Yes. So. Relax, yeah. relate, release. Release. So, man up, woman up, admit your faults, and make them right. Yes. We got to make it work. Um, Thank you, y'all. Yep. Where he at? I heard he got a new album coming out. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think you explained that very well. It it especially if you're prideful and we all got a little pride in us, especially if if it's something that's bothering you where you can't Oh no, because everybody's not like that. So for myself, if I have to if it's bothering me, that means I really care about this person. And it that makes it ten times more difficult to to apologize. But you know, in the end, if I really care about this person, then you know, like you said, you gotta you gotta set things right. You gotta make things right. But it is hard. But it is good for you to let it go. Lg. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next one kind of follows that, and it's forgiving yourself. Or forgiving your your downfalls or your faults. So we all have things that we don't like about ourselves or that we have failed at and could do better. So understand I suck at math. And well, that's, yeah, I suck at math. So this is what I can do to make it better. So finding mm-hmm. ways to improve yourself. And not dwelling on the negative about yourself because that is um, cluttering in itself. Mm-hmm. You have all these bags of all this shit. Mm-hmm. Today is just a shit day. It's a shitty day. Shit <laughs> that you that you're holding on to, or something that you. Um, what is it I'm looking for? That's oh. what I'm looking for. Sorry. Um, I was watching the video in my head, but yeah, just something that you, you're, you're failing at. Don't be too hard on yourself. Um, I think a lot of freedom and peace comes from accepting yourself where you are Mm -hmm. and then understanding that some things, I mean, I just don't know how to do math and I'm not going to ever know how to do math, but I know how to count my money. So understanding that, you know, I got the basics. So (laughs) That's real. I just had a conversation with one of my students about that um, 
last week she was she was really being hard on herself about one of the rotations that she was on and I basically had that same conversation with her like you need to recognize the things that you are successful in and build up on those and then recognize you know okay I could do a little better in this but this is where I am and it's better than where I was a week ago Mm -hmm. so recognize the victories and the successes that you have rather than recognizing where where you aren't that is a goal and that may be a place to get to but recognize that there was growth in that area and there would continue to be growth but you can't get down on yourself because either you're going to stay stagnant or you're going to fall back into a place that is shitty yeah <laughs> shitty <laughs> um and then sometimes things that we expect of ourselves is not reasonable or not feasible mm-hmm. um you can't look at someone else and say well they're doing this so that means i need to we are all different right so like Jessica said focus on your victories and then even the things that you feel like you aren't good at use those as learning experiences and keep it moving son mm-hmm. hashi tashi <laughs> um and then the last one is just telling truth uh, being real with yourself, being real with others. That was We're one. Carrie Hilton, it. Then she had a song called "Tell the Truth." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was gonna start singing it, but I wasn't quite sure. <laughs> I went. No, if oh. you would remember it, or yeah. you might know the remix, and I don't. <laughs> um, but yeah, just telling the truth and being honest. That I don't know. To me, I feel there a sense of relief and much better when I tell the truth versus lying. Mm-hmm. Um, I always think like if I lie and a situation doesn't go my way, then I'm going to feel real stupid because I could have told the truth mm-hmm. and just dealt with it that way. So being real, most importantly with yourself, I know I say that probably every other episode, but it's important <laughs> it is. Um, because if you ain't going to be real with yourself, ain't nobody else going to be real with you. Ain't that right, James? That's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. Facts. Big facts. And like emotionally, like don't try to oh, I ain't worried about it. I ain't tripping. You know you, you worried about tripping. it. Tripping. <laughs> because I, I used to do that all the time. Like, I don't care. No way I care bigly. Bigly, okay? I care. So just understanding that you are gonna get your feelings hurt. Mm-hmm. And it's okay because mm-hmm. you can learn from it. And grow, but don't act like you don't care or act like right. it was something that meant nothing to you or had no importance because then it's going to take a minute for you to so finally you. be real with yourself mm-hmm. and be like, damn, maybe I did care. And you could have taken care of that situation 10 years ago, but now you're like, oh, now let me address this in therapy when I right. should have probably said something like in 2009 or 10. Now I feel like she's throwing shade at me, but it's <laughs> it's fine. I'm just saying. It's fine. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I agree. Like telling the truth again, like you said, it's freeing. But also lying is just so much to keep up with. Well, you gotta remember the lie, and then you gotta add to it. I don't remember anything, so that would be terrible. <laughs> like no, you said did I? When was I drunk? Was it me? Nope. You said it yesterday. <laughs> so um. yeah, like. But I think you bring up a good point, too. I think most of us lie to ourselves more than we lie to anybody else. Yes, and that's detrimental. It is. And I don't know if it's this 
false thing, like you said, um, where we're like, oh, no, my feelings don't hurt. I don't care. Where we try to have this facade to the outside where, no, I'm good. Uh, I don't got no feelings. Blah, blah, blah. No, hey, that's not cute. No, it's not. I feel everything. My feelings is hurt. I'm crying inside. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how it is. And, and for me, really, like, um, it's something that I'm going over in therapy myself is the, the emotion regulation. And I'm trying to do better at expressing that and being, being more truthful with myself. Like, girl, your feelings are hurt. You, you is sad. Like, you is. you is sad. And it's okay to be sad. And um, like you said, we just have to be really, really honest within ourselves because that's the only way we're going to reach a solution. Like, if we keep fronting, eventually... We ain't going to be able to front no more mm-hmm. and we're going to be so far gone mm-hmm. that it's going to take three times as long to mm-hmm. to heal or to, to get to a place where we actually are okay. Like we may not be great, but we're okay. Mm-hmm. Then it just leads to emotional buildup to the point where you erupt and then everything just comes out and it's like... Mm-hmm. But I just asked you, mm-hmm. you want butter on your popcorn? <laughs> like, and then it just, yeah, and then you don't think you're crazy because mm-hmm. it's like, well, they just asked if I wanted butter on my popcorn, and I just, I just went off. <laughs> I went off. So, and I'm, I think you can, I know that you can feel it on the inside, mm-hmm. and then it's like wearing 20 baby fat coats That's in the so summer. Weird. That's hella puffy. You know? Is you stuck? Hell you came on. Can you just you imagine hot? somebody? You sweat. <laughs> like, just take off them baby fat coats and you'll be good. And you make a good point about that, too. Um, that's something else that my, I was talking to my therapist about is you do have those, those physical reactions mm-hmm. to those types of things. Like, whenever I'm anxious, my stomach just gets in so many knots and my body gets hot. Like, and why would I purposely keep doing that to myself? Like, just say how you feel. You are mad. Like, I am pissed <laughs> off. You want to know why? Like, you're literally angry. Mm-hmm. So say something. And then your body just cool right on down. Mm-hmm. And you feel so much better. Because <laughs> I was talking to Shalace. And I was saying, we was at a restaurant and it didn't smell pleasant. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you smell that? And when she said that, that's when I realized that I wasn't even, like, mm-hmm. I wasn't. You I guess breathing. I was holding my breath. You weren't breathing. And I was like, I do that a lot. And she said, why are you so tense? And I was like, I don't know. That's, mm-hmm. That makes sense. I always am tense. I'm just an anxious person. You know, mm-hmm. my therapist told me I welcome anxiety. So I think my doormat is going to say, welcome. <laughs> and so I don't know. But I do that. And I be high all the time mm-hmm. when it be cold, you know? So why do you do that to yourself? I, I do that too. Like, I get so, like, I don't, I don't know. I be so on edge. Like, I don't ever be expecting nobody to touch me. So, like, I could be sitting here and, like, even even when I'm around, like, family. Like, I was at um, my dad's house on Friday because it was my stepmom's birthday. And I was just sitting there. And I was just talking like around nobody that's gonna hurt me around just family, and I think it was my dad, or Uncle Mike. They came by and they just like touched me, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, 
what's wrong with you? Like, who you done stole from? Like, you ain't living right. <laughs> what's up? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just always in a place where, like, I'm usually aware of my surroundings. But when somebody, you know, I have, I overreact instead of just being like, oh, hey, what's up? I but. just don't be breathing, so. <laughs> and I don't realize. You need to breathe, okay? I think I just breathe enough to make it. <laughs> because every time I ask me, I can't talk. Every time someone asks me if I smell something, I don't be breathing. So I'm like, hold on. <laughs> yeah, I do. Let actually. me take a breath real quick. I don't know. It's crazy. I just, I don't know. It's like if you've ever left a job that you hated, Mm. And like the instant relief, like that is what you need to do with your emotions. You need to make sure you're you're intentionally and regularly getting your emotions out mm-hmm. so that you don't have that big eruption. I mean, it's going to feel great afterwards, but then you're going to have to pick up the pieces like, why the hell did I react like that? Right. So just, I don't know, man. Just talk, man. Yeah. It's about. Or you can journal. Or journal. I think I write a journal. It's going to be called Be Real With Yourself. Wait, don't tell the people that because then they're going to steal my idea. <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> but I think that's a good idea. I I used to journal um, a lot, but I don't now. But yeah, talking to somebody or um, writing is good. We're always, always, always going to encourage therapy. Um, because everybody should have somebody, a non-biased person that they should talk to. Um, yeah. You got anything else for the people? This is a quick episode. Uh, unless you got more. Uh, you want to say anything else to the people? Mm. Uh, mm. Go ahead. Keep mm-hmm. rapping. <laughs> no. No. Oh, you well, read. spring cleaning. Um, oh, yeah, that's what we were talking about. <laughs> so I watched, when was this? Mm-hmm. Maybe in March. Um, I didn't feel like going to work, so I didn't go to work. Mm-hmm. So I watched Netflix stuff, and I was watching Marie Kondo. Who's that? She's a Asian lady. Okay. And she, like, has this tidy up. I think it's called tidying up, cleaning up, oh. organizing. I don't know. She has this organizing ritual, mm-hmm. and she breaks it down into five different parts. I'm not going to say them because I don't remember all of them, but she might be from Thailand, or I might have made that up. Okay. But when you're she cleaning out for your, the sake of this episode. <laughs> when you're cleaning out your clothes and your pictures and all of your stuff, she asks you to pick up each individual item, and if you feel energy from it. Then you keep it. If not, you toss it, but you have to thank the item. Mm. You have to say, thank you. I do that with cards. Oh, no, I'm not. I know, you keep cards. (laughs) You keep cards. That just sounds... (laughs) That gives me anxiety. (laughs) Because I was watching that, and she was going... There was a section where she went over... um, I don't know the word she used, but like pictures and... Sentimental stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not getting rid of anything that's sentimental because it's sentimental and I'm keeping it, Marie. <laughs> Period. So okay. she was going over that and people were really getting rid of like stuff and I was really getting anxiety. Like, how are you ever in your life going to throw away your grandma's anything? So, I mean, I praised them because I couldn't do it. 
that will be forever cluttered. But she did have you thank it, and then you get rid of you paint throw it down. You have to gently gently place, place it. it. And then she meditates before or after before in the room, and it's just all about energy and whatnot. So mm. you know that's where those yellow bags came from over there. Okay. And then some of that stuff in my closet I just haven't worn since I bought it. Yeah. I still have the tags on it. And I couldn't wear it now if I wanted to because I'm not the same kind that I was when I bought those things five years ago. So, um, yeah. And then it just made me think, like, I'll be buying all these clothes just because they on sale. Mm-hmm. So that made me rethink, like, just because it's $2 don't mean you need it because you throw throwing everything away because you never wore it. That is true. So, yeah. Just, it made me be more mindful of what I what I purchase. I think that's fair. Um, yeah. yeah, I had something, but my mind just decided to dump it. Sprinkling. Oh, because you were talking about energy. Um, mm-hmm. So since the, the weather has been so nice in Kansas City for the last two days. First of all, don't ever disrespect my city. You done? Kansas City ass. Am I still t- <laughs> I'm done. My KCS. <laughs> so, um, about the energy in your space, open your windows, get, get, and your she doors, your windows. She's trying to say my house stink. It's mm, I was holding my breath. <laughs> <laughs> she really <laughs> No, but like, <laughs> let the sun, like, open the windows, open the blinds, let the, let that winter air out, let that, that spring air, that sunshine in. Yeah. Sunshine really does bring energy. Like, if y'all, like, go to a science class, first of all. We know that the sun gives off energy. Um, I just see my plants thriving and stuff yeah, in my window. And if that can give energy, you know, if you then little like can give energy for this plant to grow, like, imagine the the great things that it will bring into your space. Yes. So Let's glow up with our baby fat coats. <laughs> yes. We're going to get pea coats now. Low key, babe. I hear baby fat is coming. Is it coming She's back? coming back. Good for her. Nah, I'm gonna push she should have. She should have dropped something before this millennium tour, she have. and she could have got a whole bunch of bags. She would have. She she didn't think that out. Some people had on stuff. I think I'm like y'all can still fish it from 15 years ago. <laughs> nah, G. Damn. Nah, some shoes. My feet even got bigger. <laughs> I just got some shoes. Oh my god. They wear the same size all my life. Uh, but yeah, so that's all I had about spring cleaning. Do you have anything else? No, but since you brought up plants, everybody, I think everyone should, should own a plant. Yes. <clears throat> um, I agree. I'm a plant mom. I don't have pets. <laughs> my pets are my plants. So um, Justice bought me a plant. Mm-hmm. And it's in my office. It's really not growing, but it's not dying. It's just there. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe I need a bigger pot. I don't know. But everybody comes in, compliments it. It's a mother-in-law's tongue, they said. They told me how to plant it. And that plant's name is Ella. They yeah. know. They know. Then my other one, OG, <laughs> the money tree. Mm-hmm. And Bo. Bo ain't really doing nothing either, but he just. It's springtime, though. They off in a flourish. He just, he like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> he not dying, but, but uh, OG, OG is sprouting. I think money trees are the best plants ever. They finna flourish. What I do is water them once a week. And I talk to my plants. Oh, yeah. So I have y'all can fight me. Lots of conversations <laughs> with my plants. Um, 
So yeah, get you a plant if you're um, scared that you're gonna kill it. Start off with a succulent or a cactus. First of all, let me tell y'all something. I ain't never killed a plant in my life, but my succulents lasted maybe a week. Really? Um, I don't know what the fuck I did. <laughs> maybe I was looking at Pinterest and not really following all of the rules. I was like, oh, I can put it in here. I had them in. <laughs> I'll show you what I had them in, but they didn't last. Really? Mm-hmm. I've had my, I got some from Aldi that I've had for like a year and some change. Nope. Almost two, since we've been in the apartment. Almost Seven days. <laughs> they was like, we out. I was like, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> I had them. It was on that thing. Uh huh. Where that? What's that? Where your other plants are? No, or your lamp? TV thing. The TV speaker. The sound speaker. Sound thing. Mm-hmm. Sound bar is. But the TV wasn't on it because we had it mounted, mm-hmm. and it just. I'm like, I don't understand. I don't know. Maybe depending on the kind of second. Do some research and get you don't a low. Get the one from Home Depot. <laughs> no, just I just killed the damn plant. Get you a low maintenance plant and start from there. Um. So, and I love planting. Like I told CJ today, I said, when we get a house, I need a backyard with a garden. So, (laughs) or so I could garden. Um, Okay. We then got way off track. So that's it for this show, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm just writing my notes about my journal. Okay. Uh, (laughs) What, how do I end the show? (laughs) I just had a big brain for it. This has been another episode of the Extra Regular Podcast. I am Justice Bricks. I think I'm kind <laughs> And you can find us on all social media at the Extra Regular. That is at T-H-E-E-X-T-R-A-R-E-G-U-L-A-R. That is on the Twitter and on the Instagram. You can also email us at extraregularpodcast at gmail.com. And last but definitely not least, you can find us on thebreaksmedianetwork.com with all those other great-ass, black-ass podcasts. And we out. Um, bye. <laughs>